Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Empty Reviews, the little sideshow I do where I just talk about my favorite movies and TV shows I've been watching and listening to, uh, movies, TV shows, and music that I've been watching and listening to recently. Uh, for this episode, I'm going to be reviewing probably one of the most anticipated R&B albums of 2019, that is Tory Lanez's Chick Tape 5. And I'm going to give you a little bit of background on how I, what I even know about uh, Chick Tape 5. So, and, and this has been kind of brief. So, well, first I'll give a little bit of a background on Tory Lanez. So, Tory Lanez, you know, I remember I encountered Tory Lanez. Actually, I'm going to look up the name of the project that first made me a Tory Lanez fan. Um, I can tell you that right now. But uh, it was one project specifically that made me like really, really like Tory Lanez. Um, looking through his EPs, um, well, fuck, I guess it's not an EP, uh, or at least it's not on Spotify. But it's um, I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was this small like four or five song EP they had put out uh, on streaming services. I don't even think not on streaming services, like on uh, on on SoundCloud or something, a mixtape. Not exactly sure. But what I'm trying to say is this. He, when he put this out, um, that I, he wasn't as known as he is now, obviously there's a lot of stuff that's happened since, but I remember, I remember listening to this little, uh, project and I mean, some of the songs in there were called acting like fall back in for it, Nina. So it was a lot of great songs and it's also like a thing of, um, how do I say it? Uh, there were a lot of great producers on it, like RL, RL Grime. I can look up more information on this, actually. Let me just do that really quickly. But I'm saying all this to say that I remember listening to this ex- specific project by Tory Lanez uh, and, like, falling in love with it. And that's in even in that EP, oh, it, there it is. It's called Cruel Intentions. That's the EP I'm talking about. Wasn't an album. Is it? Is it more? What the fuck? Hold on. Yeah, it, it was called Cruel Intentions, though. Like the EP was called Cruel Intentions. I remember listening to it a while when it came out. Uh, let me see what the information on it. Yeah, Cruel. Here's what um, Genius says on it. Cruel Intentions is Tory Lanez's first EP in collaboration with We Did It Records on June 26, 2015. It features production from Shlomo, R.L. Grime, Bauer. D33J of what did it as well as play Picasso and that's who I'm talking about those five uh, producers made some of the hardest beats that's the thing that stood out to me the most on this uh, cruel intentions EP how fucking amazing the beats were like they were truly amazing like uh, that that was one of and then you know uh, Tory Lanez is singing over that shit was just like butter to you know it's just sounding amazing so that was the first like project I ever heard from Tory Lanez. And what's funny was that this was right before he was going to put out his debut album. So I kind of like caught him right before, you know, it was about to go really popular. Uh, then he put out, let me see, what what was the album that he put out after that? Um, uh, not Memories Don't Die. It was, uh, I Told You. Um, and so I Told You came out. I remember this coming out, right? Like I told you came out, it was like a, a you know, it got the full treatment of a studio album. You can tell who's backed by, uh, uh, you know, a big corporation. Um, and I remember it coming in and out and there being some good songs in it. Like, for example, it's lead single, Say It. Uh, it's still probably his most popular song that he's ever made. 
Uh, but he also had, in, uh, as well as the song Love, uh, L-U-V. Uh, in the, the album itself, there's a lot of great songs in that. I think I'm going to have to go back and re-listen to it because there were a lot of good songs. The only problem with it, the biggest controversy with it, was the fact that he made a lot of skits. And it, originally, the skits were supposed to be tacked on at the end of pretty much every song. However... Uh, for some reason, I don't know how this came to be. I don't even think he knows exactly how this came to be, but this album got kind of split up. Like the skits were split up from the song. So then it made it seem like the album was 30 songs long, which has looked insane, at least back then. Now, you know, Chris Brown is putting out 50 song albums and nobody bats an eye. But back then that was like weird. Like that's too many songs. So, you know, I remember that being a big controversy of the album, but I did enjoy that album. I do remember that. Um, but regardless, then, you know, I'm going to, yeah, I guess I'm just going to run down his, uh, uh, his, uh, his, uh, discography while I'm at it. Then a year later, the beginning of the year, I remember him dropping Chick State 4 in the new Toronto 2. So those two mixtapes. And I remember liking at least the new Toronto more because I didn't even really know about Chick State and the fact that it was a four kind of like put me off of it. Uh, so I wasn't even sure. I just knew it was, that was an R&B mixtape, and then he put out a hip-hop mixtape. And obviously, at the time, I was a bigger hip-hop fan, so I was listening to the hip-hop mixtape. Um, then he put out, in 2018, last year, he put out Memories Don't Die, which I think was a more refined version of uh, uh, I Told You. Uh, but it was still, in there were, again, the, uh, more refined, in meaning like in what the story he was trying to tell, the skits, usage. The, the songs that I liked were about the same as the ones that I liked in the I Told You. So that was like kind of a, a pretty good sophomore effort. And it was pretty much in line with what the first one was, right? Uh, then we jumped to the, the same year, it looks like. Uh, Love Me Now, which was, I guess, Toy Lane's attempt to go pop rap, meaning or like SoundCloud rap. Because if you just look at the features, like, let me just pull up the features. And I remember listening to this album, like, okay, yeah, this is the album that he has for the young kids. Um, like, just look at this, these features. Um, Rich the Kid, Lil Baby, A Boogie with the Hoodie, Trippy Red, Nav, Gunna. You know what I mean? Those were, like, those were, those were features that were indicative PMB Rock. These were features that were indicative of what kind of albums he was making and it was pretty much just um you know just a pop rap kind of album. And I wasn't mad at it. I actually enjoyed quite a bit of songs, but you know, in it being a pop rap, it was a lot of beats that were kind of basic, so I kind of stayed away from that. I, I listened to it once and there's still like one or two songs that I can still listen to that are not bad, but for the majority I mainly stayed away from it. So and that was the last album that he put. I mean, then in this year, 2019, he did an a, a, um, extended edition of Love Me Now. But that doesn't really count as an, a new album. But, like I said in the beginning of this uh, review, Chick State 5 now gets a release date on November 15th. It's one of the most anticipated R&B albums because he kind of announced it far as back as like as far back as like January of this year. When he said that he was working on it in the, the catch and this is something I want to tell everybody. The catch of this um, album is that uh, the, the catch of this album is that, you know, following the same formula as his previous Chick's tapes, 
he is basically like remixing and like reflipping or like flipping these like classic R&B samples. But for this album, he decided he's going to get, you know, the people of those samples in his songs and feature them in the new flipped version. And I, as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, wow, that's an amazing concept. And probably the reason why it's taking so long to come out in the first place. But now it has come out. And I got to tell you guys, I really, really I've given it two lessons now. Uh, I'm going to give it more because, you know, I want to know exactly how I feel about it. But for now, I can tell you that this is a great album. It's for sure one of the better made R&B albums of the year, probably only second to uh, uh, Summer Walker's album. Uh, which, you know, I know there's other R&B albums that came out this year that people are lauding, like the newest Snow Allegra and um, Gallant, he put out an album. But, you know, of the ones that I've heard this year, this is, you know, uh, Chick Say 5 is for sure one of the better ones. And here's the thing, and the reason I and look, like I listened to Chick Stape 3 and 4 and I think 2 even, um, 3 being my favorite out of all of them because just the songs and the... The songs were just great. And that's, look, this is the biggest compliment I can give this album. I could re-listen to the the whole album again and not have any complaints with any of the songs, right? Like, they're all well-made songs. They're all good songs. So, and you could, I could re-listen to the whole album over and over and over again and probably not get tired. But here's the thing. I don't think there were very few songs that really like stuck with me in terms of like replayability. And I think that's the biggest issue that I had with the album. Again, it's not a bad album. It's an amazing album. I said, like I said, it was probably the second best R&B album of the year. But the problem is that if there isn't like a song for me to get attached to, I don't think really I can do much with that. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just that that's just how I feel about it. Um, but look, I even can go through, um, the, 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 the track listing and I can tell you how I felt about most of these songs. Um, and I'm and look, and what, what's crazy also is like, if you've even loosely, if, if you barely have been paying attention to the chick tape, uh, mix tapes he's put out, there is, I guess, a, a narrative going through it that since it's this like an R and B series, he is kind of trying to get the girl pretty much. Right. So um, I did understand that, and there is a negative, uh, a narrative through this one as well. I actually think I followed the narrative for this album way more than I did for the past Chick Saves, which is, uh, I guess you could say it's good because he's getting better at like storytelling through it. But you know, you start with Jalissa, Jalissa's back, that's a skit, that's how it starts, then you go into the trade, and I love how epic this first song feels like it feels like you're going into like the hype is worth it that's what this track to me feels like so that's why i really enjoyed this song um you know it's not as catchy as you would like it it's just a well-made song and i like that i mean jerry sprunger that he put that out as a single like last week and i'm still listening to it as a great song beauty and the bends that was an interesting beat for me because first at first i wasn't sure if i was gonna like it because it starts off like very a barren you know what i mean it's a it's a barren beat it's a very minimal beat in the beginning and doesn't drop for a while so i'm like huh let's see where this song goes but but when the beat drops then i was like okay this shit is hard like i really liked it then um you go into blowing minds and leah's introduction who's gonna play a big part 
Oh, I didn't say Jalissa. The the skit, I guess I should explain. The skit with Jalissa, she's pretty much just saying they're going to throw Tory Lanez a surprise party because he's coming back to Toronto. Um, you find out exactly what it is that she's planning to do with Tory as he's coming back. Um, then we jump to Leah's introduction. I think that's when, um, yep, like we said, Tory <laughs> is introduced to Leah. Uh, you know, all the skits were good. That's what I liked about the album. That's one of the many things I liked. But anyways, you move on to the Chris Brown song, which is actually pretty catchy. Um, I just, you know, it didn't really stick with me. Then you move on to Broken Promises, one of the few songs where it's just, uh, just Tori. Um, Jesus Christ, I forgot that. I thought it was turned off. Whatever. Uh, if you hear that background noise, please forgive it and just kind of try to ignore it. If you can't, I understand. And it only got louder. Well, F me, I guess. But whatever. Continuing on the track list. Uh, Fargo Splash for Ludacris. That was a great rap verse by Ludacris. It really reminds you that he is like an amazing rapper. I feel like people forget that just from, um, you know, the Fast and Furious movies, really. Like how he's become an actor now and being in that hugely successful film franchise. People kind of forget that he was a great rapper. But he was. And then you move to um, Love Ya Gal. That's, this is one of my favorite songs of the album. Love Ya Gal. Love Ya Gal. Uh, Love Sounds featuring The Dream. The Dream kills it in both parts of the song. So there's two parts of the song. Uh, which one did I like more? I think the first the first half I liked more. The second half sounds, sounds a little bit more throwback. I did enjoy that. Yes, Sir. Another one of his single songs, which I also enjoyed. You know, the two songs were just Tory Lanez. For some reason, I really enjoyed So, that was interesting. But then you move on to Best of You. Man, if this song didn't have a skit at the end, I would listen to the song so much. Because I really, really enjoyed not only the beat, but just, you know, the performances by both Tory and Maya. Uh, then you move to The Cry, which is my favorite song of the album. Uh, this is definitely my favorite song. I love both, like, the, the beat switch through in the in the half of the song was amazing to me. Um, so in this, in also I'm going to start a new thing when I'm doing album reviews. I'm going to play my favorite song of the album to end the episode. And that's going to be the song I'm going to be playing because that is my favorite one. I also love, I'm starting to learn that I love that, the little fucking, um, what do you call it? Like, um, that bass kind of, how they use it. Like, I've noticed a lot of songs that I like, that bass kind of gets me right away. So, I think that's a main reason why I like this song so much. Um, then you move on to Still Waiting with Trey Songs Again, very solid song. I honestly, you know, it's a, I remember it's a solid song. I can't really remember it in my head. haven't listened to it enough. But I do remember it was a great song. Uh, a Fool's Tale running back uh, featuring Ashanti. Considering Ashanti is the cover of the album. You know, I knew this was going to be a great song. Like, this is probably my third favorite song of the album. A very, you know, like, you can tell why Tori put Ashanti at the cover. There's, there's a reason why. And this song proves, you know, that Ashanti still got it, for one. Uh, then you move on to Thoughts featuring Lloyd and Lil Wayne. For some reason, I thought Lloyd was a rapper, but I think he's a rap, the, the singing feature on this song. I'm not sure. I need to look that up, but I really enjoyed this song as well. Maybe my fourth favorite. I don't know. You know, I can't. I haven't. I haven't. I don't have the songs ranked right now, but I did. It was way more melodic than I was expecting. I thought this one was gonna be just straight rap, uh, but the one that was straight rap is the one that came after, which is "If You Gotta Go." I fuck with the little guitar sample, and it's funny. I was listening to it with one specific set of headphones or earphones at first. 
Then I listened to it with my better, uh, more clear headphones. And I love that song that much more because you can hear like a lot of details in the background that I didn't notice the first time listening to my slightly worse uh, earphones. So that was good. That made me like that song that much more. And um, Room 112 featuring Slim and Nice. I'm assuming Slim and Nice are part of the 112 group. Um, this was, this song, you know, if you are feeling super nostalgic and you probably know the sample, then you'll probably enjoy the song, but I wasn't aware of the sample, so it was just kind of like, okay, this is, this is cool, I guess. Um, I thought it was a cool way, you know, it was a fine way, it was a pretty big feature, I guess, to get, so, you know, good for Tori on that, that's a good way to end it, but, you know, just was, it, it probably was one of my least favorites. And then you move on to Last Love Letter, which is... Oh, and I guess I didn't even talk about the... I didn't continue talking about the skits. So, like I said, we left off Leah. We introduced Leah. Then um, uh, Leah gets busted. We find out that Jalissa actually hired uh, uh, Leah to break Tori's heart, which is very cold. But we find that out. And then at the end, um, we hear Leah talking about how she regrets doing that because she actually liked Tori. Um, and then Tori sends her, her his mixtape called Chick's Tape, at the, like how she says at the end, like, what is this, like, Chick's Tape? And then Tori is pretty much saying, look, I, you know, you disappointed me, but, you know, uh, I guess I still like you. I think that's how the album ends. And that's the narrative, and that's what I thought of the album. I mean, you know, just in general, I thought it was a, a great, um, one of the best R&B albums of the year. I already said it. I think it's the second best uh, after Summer Walker's album. Um, you know, I still can't believe how good that Summer Walker album is, personally, but whatever. Um, yeah, this one's the second best, um, Tori really, and I saw, I've seen a lot of comments saying that this is the lane that Tori should stick in, you know, pun intended. This is what Tori, Tori shouldn't focus on lanes, she should focus on one lane and it should be this kind of music. And I kind of agree because with this, you know, the one criticism Tori Lane's, I feel like he always gets is that he's biting off of a lot of people, like biting off Drake, biting off Future, like that kind of stuff, like, you know, biting styles, biting flows, all that shit. But with this album, that's that hasn't even popped up once. That criticism has not popped up not even once. So I'm like, maybe Tori should just stick to this kind of R&B stuff. Maybe not just flipping old samples, but like legitimately just focusing on R&B and kind of leaving the rap thing behind because that's the one thing that people kind of criticize him at. Although he has proven he can rap, you know, by beating Joyner Lucas in a rap battle, which is insane that I I, I could, I would even say that, but he did. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how this, cause I think this album is definitely going to be number one this weekend, unless, you know, there's a bigger album that came out that I'm just not sure, but yeah, I see this album going number one. I see this album selling a lot of records. There is a lot of hype towards this album, so I would not doubt it if it sells like around 200,000 uh, uh, units or some shit like that. Maybe even more. I wouldn't doubt it. But it's going to be fun to see how Tori continues his career after the, success of the, the successes of this one. Because I would say besides his first album, his first studio album... This has been by far the most anticipated by a lot of people. So let's see how it does. Let's see how it does financially and critically and see and hopefully, at least in my opinion, he kind of continues in this route. Uh, and yeah, and that's my review of empty. <laughs> no, this is not my review of empty repute of reviews. Jesus, fuck. Can't talk. 
this is not my review of empty reviews this is my review of Jake's Tape 5 by Tory Lanez thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and like I said earlier the way I'm gonna end these album reviews is by playing my favorite song and I'm gonna play like I said The Cry featuring Mario by Tory Lanez if this ever loads there we go there we go load it catch you guys in the next episode of empty reviews goodbye Boy, if it ever starts. You curved the fuck out of me, baby. Some nerve you ducked out on me, baby. Shot my shit down with three AKs. Give no fucks not for me, baby. Hold on. Give no fucks not for me, baby. All this shit not for free, baby. All this you got for me, baby. And I'm keeping it cheap, baby. Gotta replay you how you play me, baby. Gotta repay you how you pay me, baby. I can't be thankful, somehow you wanna be faithful. All of a sudden, you say you hit my heart. Knowing it slides, baby, I see your eyes, baby. You G and me, and know you see this shit from the start. Was loving you hard, I see the love come with scars, but I can't hear your heart. It's crying out for me. And if it tears apart. Take my words for they sound it You should've never doubted it Now you can't live without me You should've never doubted it Now you can't live without me I see the way you looking like that Ain't no need to hold it back I'ma be the one to listen Take you higher than you ever been Baby, don't make me wait for nothing Cause girl, I promise you gon' love it and when you wet, you can say you don't want it Every girl that's a hit, I can have that Who is between me and you, we can hide that You too bad to be playing, it's a hijack Cause I can, I can hear you calling I can hear your heart, it's crying out I can hear your heart, it's crying out I can hear your heart, it's crying out It's crying out for me, yeah the sound is coming from you. She's trying to tell me what to do. I know the sound is coming from you. She's trying to tell me what to do. I can hear your heart. It's crying out for me. But if it tears apart, take my words for the sound. You should have never done it. Now you can't live without me. You should have never done it. And you can't deny what you felt I know you miss riding with me top down Everywhere around town Now you're crying out for me Cause I hit it right the way you like that You made your mind, I changed it right back If you could do better, you would do better You know I'm sexy, intelligent or whatever you wanted new shoes in a beamer Back in the day we would have two that would team up Martin and Gina You know the truth but you seen them If you how you doing I see a point of view when I need to I will lose sleep over this snow Got me jumping out the window 45th floor Moves that you give me back Things that I did to you This is you getting me back And I need more love you 
come through How you gon' be my enemy when I love you? You know I need your energy when you come through You know I found love when I seen ya Seen you was something that I ain't never seen before But I seen ya Be sure you was all aboard my marina Demeanor, scale of 1 to 10, 15 Shawty got game, front row, full season Fuck with a nigga head, no good reason Dress real spiffy anytime it's pool season Shawty get a kick out of fucking up and leaving You want a nigga that appreciation Have him rolling and you go and put your skates on I love you more than they could ever love you Appreciate a nigga make me wanna do something Every time I hear 